Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of The Metronomes. This is the first time that Darian's hearing the new title, my special reunion guest of today. I got to count now. My goodness. The last time I've had Darian Aberdeen on the show was probably four or five years back, maybe. I know you also go by the stage name of DBA or DBA in the mic. Uh, so please share with us some of your back experience, some of your future uh, current experiences. And uh, we're so glad to have you back on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, it's always a pleasure to come on and, and uh, support, man. Um, well, as you know, uh, before before you knew me, um, I was always into music and stuff like that. So just recently, maybe about a year ago, I started doing uh, music more mainstream. I became a, a, a reggae, um, soca, gospel artist. Um where my music is being played all over uh, the Caribbean, all over the world, Africa, um, uh, England, stuff like that. Um, and I, I just see God moving in uh, the music that he has given me. I am just, uh, you know, trying to be humbled, humble with, uh, with what God has given me. I'm just excited to see the future and now the future um is is basically just continuing to um reach the people that haven't heard uh the gospel in this way yes. um in the caribbean you know there's not much of a uh caribbean sense in the u.s um not much radios are playing the caribbean music and stuff like that um you would you would only see that in mostly um let's say like uh, a Caribbean person that, that has a radio station here in the US, <laughs> they would play that stuff, but nobody else, not in the mainstream, would play like the Caribbean type music. And so um, I only saw that in basic, maybe DJ Nicholas and Papa San, where they're getting plays on like mainstream music um, uh, radio stations. So, you know, goal, to get the music out there so that people would hear this Caribbean music and, and get it to the mainstream so that, um, because I know there's people out there that love uh, reggae music. Every every time I go to, you know, somewhere, any church, and most of the people come up to me and say, yeah, I love reggae music or I love soca music or, you know, Caribbean music because the people are so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. So that's what I I, um, I love and that's what the goal is to get people to know um, the truth about God mm-hmm. and to get the music out there. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, That's a great point you referenced. I think we might have talked about this before about how West Indian radio stations or even people in general um, seem to be cutting back on their own music um, because when me and my wife were on our second honeymoon in uh, Trinidad and Tobago in 2016 I remember at that time I got the shock of my life when literally every day our street corner the bars the neighbors every day were only blasting Justin Bieber they weren't playing <laughs> any reggae music and like the like the only truly Caribbean hit at that time was uh, when I first got introduced to uh, Bungie Garland with "We Come to Take Over Town." That was like the only <laughs> uh, like Trinidad influenced song that was playing on the radio at that time in Trinidad. So um, it, it's it's really it's really amazing to me. Even back then, I remember riding in the van with your dad. 
and he would have like this special satellite thing in the van that c- connected him to like a Caribbean radio station. Um, yes. be- because like, how do you keep those reggae roots alive if the radio refuses to play them? So, um, I definitely feel your struggle there, brother, and I and I hope you that you can keep reggae music alive just like other people are trying to keep like R and B or rock and roll alive in other parts and stuff yes, stuff like yes. that or or even real instrumentation alive. <laughs> but in that case, just how how exciting has it been to continue creating through all this, you know, lockdown process and then we'll get started. Well, I mean, listen, it's been uh, very exciting because, you know, most before um, before that, you didn't really have time to do any of that. Um, And now that the the lockdown happened, it was like, you know, it was it was time to just sit down and go deeper um, into the word and and allow God to feed you. With uh, spiritual, um, the spiritual word, and and that brings out the songs that that he wants you to put out there. And so at that time, when I had the, the time to uh, just sit down, I mean, I I wrote maybe it must have been like ten songs <laughs> wow, awesome. in that time um, as I was. Uh, in the pandemic and everybody was inside um you know i i had to go to work every other day mm-hmm. but um when i had covid um i i was uh basically in in a room by myself with the guitar <laughs> and just playing and singing and and doing uh whatever i had just worship i think um that's the best thing is when you're going through uh certain situations just like um paul and silas when they were in the jail in that moment you just praise god and you see him uh his hands move and and things will start to shake in your life and that's what happened and things started to shake up in my life um and and i got the opportunity to be a, a gospel artist a, a, a caribbean gospel artist and uh, i just saw god hand move yes that was it so now how do you feel about taking uh, two gospel legends, Carmen and Toby Mac, and putting them against each other. What are the similarities or impact that you see in between them? And uh, do you think they're going to be a good comparison? Well, you know, um, I, I love Toby Mac and I love Carmen. <laughs> well, for me, I think Carmen is like the goat of all goats yeah. <laughs> for gospel music. Right. So it's hard to compare Carmen to, to anybody else. Although, um, uh, uh, um, Toby Mac is a goat in his own sense yeah. <laughs> with, with, um, you know, he came, he, you know, he came from, um, uh, um, uh, DC talk. Yeah. And even then I loved, uh, their music. I love DC talk. Um, even back in the day, I love rap music and all that stuff. Listen, that was my jam. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, when Toby Mac uh, came by himself and and he started making music, listen, I love Toby Mac's music. Yeah. I love uh, uh, all the uh, the stuff that he's doing right now. And um, but it's hard to compare him to uh, uh, Carmen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens if we can allow our biases to get out of the way, which is going to be tough, especially for you. But I gotta say, um, the I'm I'm in a minor crowd, 
the album that I Love Rap Music came from, uh, New Thing, is actually my favorite DC Talk album. Um, so yeah. I'm one of the rare few to pick that as my favorite DC Talk album. <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah, mo- most obvious people will only give you Supernatural, Free at Last, or Jesus Freak, but I pick New Thing yeah. as my favorite. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be starting off with round number one, and that's going to be Who's in the House by Carmen. Hi! 
Who's in the House by Carmen going up against Boomin' U2B Remix by Toby Mac featuring Nerva Ready, City Monroe, and Sean Locke. Let's go. U2B remix by Toby Mac, Nerva Reddy, City Monroe, and Sean Luck up against Carmen, who's in the house. I'm going to get this out of the way very quickly. Um, I've never felt like the remix even held a candle to the original. 
of Boomin. It sounded a little messy uh, for, and I'm, I'm a huge EDM fan, so take it from me personally when I say that production wasn't as well constructed as a lot of my favorite EDM or dubstep tracks. Now, when it came to Who's in the House, there's a little biased here because one of my favorite producers of all time is Todd Collins, and Todd Collins did produce that track. He ended up becoming the producer for my favorite rapper of all time, KJ52. Um, and he also did uh, some of the early Goatee Brothers or um, Toby Mac records of early days. Who's in the House still sounds as fresh as it did back in the 90s. So I'm going to have to give that a win to Carmen. What about you, Darian? Listen, man, <laughs> I'm trying not to be biased. <laughs> I'm trying not to be. Um, I listened to both um, songs. I love, you know, Carmen's feel. The feel of the uh, the music is it was definitely. I think this one um, with uh, Toby Mac is a little bit more new aged um, compared to um, uh, Who's in the House. You can tell, you can feel like you can put down a cardboard box somewhere and start, you know, break dancing. Yeah. <laughs> That's how uh, it, it was. So much in the error. Um, and I, I have to, I have to give um, Carmen that one, man. I, I mean, <laughs> hands down, it's Carmen for me on this one. <laughs> yeah, who's in the house? Uh, like you said, kind of felt unapologetically '90s hip hop, while the remix of Boomin sounded like an unnecessary reinvention uh, to a already yes. like timeless classic. Um, so in that sense, unfortunately. Toby Mac takes the L on this one, so we're one up on Carmen. Going up in the second round, we got Can't Take It Away by DJ Madge featuring so Toby thinking Mac. thinking back on it all, it's like, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Let's go, let's go, yo. They can't take it away, yo. Form, they can't take it away. Toby Mac, they can't take it away. No, no, Madge, they can't take it away.
Put your hands in outer space. They can't take it away. Yo, DJ Magic, I got your back on this track for fact. And if it's me and you, and you would beat the deck, be stacked. So tell me why they gotta try and go and do us like that. Don't they know they can't take it away? Ain't no robbing this joy, ain't no stealing this peace, ain't no taking our faith as we drop to our knees. They can take it all, everything we possess, but they can't take belief from down deep in our chest. I rest. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Can't Take It Away by DJ Madge, the faithful DJ of Toby Mac for the past 20 years in the Diverse City Band. Going up against Riot, Righteous Invasion of Truth by Carmen and Lisa Keith.
Riot by Carmen and Lisa Keith going up against Can't Take It Away by DJ Madge and Toby. I got to say this, um, even though when you put your production ears on, both tracks have the same instruments being utilized, uh, like the muted guitar, the hip hop beat effect. However, this has to do with getting your foundation of like baking the cake correctly. DJ Madge, his core beat was so weak that anything on top of that improved it because had they just left the core beat with no guitars, no keys, no nothing, that would be a really boring song that could be like a, a throwaway demo. Um, but And also, DJ Madge was smart because I've heard him much better on other tracks. But he was smart to put Toby's vocals on there because if you take Toby's vocals or the lady backing vocals outside of that track, that also is kind of dismal on just DJ Madge's part. As far as the Riot track goes, even though it's the same instruments utilized, that core beat and tempo, even untouched, is so bassy and funky on its own that anything you add on top of that is just like adding whipped cream and cherry on top of already amazing cake. And I don't think Carmen gets enough credit for seamlessly flowing into gospel-like territory in a hip-hop track. I think most people like to give that credit to Kirk Franklin when I feel like Carmen was kind of the first one who did that. Long before Kirk was doing We Want a Revolution. Um, But at the same time, not only did he seamlessly transfer into that gospel choir-like thing in the bridge with Lisa Keith, by the end of the track, when he has the constant Jesus and while he's repeating lines like a freestyle, that was almost James Brown-esque what he did there. Um, and especially when the guitar even makes it a little more funky, it, it was just it was a real masterpiece. Uh, but they couldn't go wrong because that core beat was great on its own. The core tempo was great on its own. So DJ Madge could have been a way better song had that core beat been way stronger so it's a shame that it kind of felt like a wasted idea but they still made the best use of what they could with it but could have been far stronger if they had a better drum line so i'm gonna give that to riot what about you darian yeah um i'm feeling i'm feeling the same thing um now the uh words uh the storyline everything was good uh, i just feel like um uh the toby mac song was a little bit uh it didn't pull me in you know what i'm saying like it didn't um it didn't like uh i didn't feel the it was a good song don't get me wrong it was a good song but it's just it just didn't pull me in like it didn't want to make me get up and dance and stuff like that you know what i'm saying um i feel like the riot that core that that thing was I mean it gets you every time <laughs> and the stuff that he added on the top of there it was uh, it was just it, everything just fit uh, perfectly uh, musically yep. um, I and then um, you know I think Carmen doesn't get enough credit also as how he puts at the end of that um, that song, how he puts all that the, the different um, melodies mm-hmm. together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, there was different melodies playing here. There was different melodies playing there. 
and it was just it all just came together to to make that that um beat sound even better and the funk yep. <laughs> i mean you can't go wrong with the funk yes. <laughs> <laughs> that thing just i mean it, it gets you you know, it, it makes me, it makes you want to get up and dance and just, you know, do your old school dance and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> and um, I think uh, in this one, I I have to give it to uh, Riot. I have to give it to Riot. Yeah, hands down. <laughs> yeah, that production to me, I say this a very few uh, Christian tracks. That track to me could go toe to toe with anything Timbaland's produced, in my in my opinion. Um, and the fact that he was able to maintain it for five minutes, that's almost like a Justin Timberlake track because he's the only artist I would listen to for that extensive period of a time because they keep the production ever changing and ever interesting. They don't loop yeah. the same beat for five to ten minutes. Um, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, Carmen's still up in the lead, which means there's no way for Toby to catch up now. But let's see if there's at least he can throw in some consolation. Otherwise, Carmen just whitewashed him. Anyway, starting off with mission, <laughs> starting off with mission three sixteen. Here we go. Mission 316. 
Mission 316 by Carmen, probably one of the most cinematic tracks to ever exist in gospel music. Going up against Toby Mac, Catch a Fire, White Rabbit Mix featuring Papa San and MOC. Bye. Bye. 
again, I'll never be the same So unexplainable, I can't contain the sun Am I retaining it? Will only be a shame So let me hear you say What's the day say? What's the day say? Catch a Fire, White Rabbit Mix by Toby Mac, Papasan, and MOC up against Mission 316 by Carmen. Now, who better to take on a very untouched genre of gospel music like spy thriller anthems than the kings of diversity, Toby Mac and Carmen? Now, the only thing, uh, bonus note I'll give you is obviously, you know, Toby Mac evolved from hip hop into rock as the years went by with DC Talk. Um, MOC, surprisingly, is from New Jersey. She's a female rapper who grew up listening to heavy metal rock and roll and somehow became a rapper, a gospel rapper. So it's like almost the same thing in reverse. Judging by Darian's face expressions, though, I want to give him the opportunity of taking the floor first this time. All right. So, all right. This, let me talk about Toby Mac's song first. So it had me in the beginning, right? It was, it was, um, everything was good. It had me bouncing. Um, the music, everything, the, the, uh, trumpets in the background. Uh, I mean, it was good, but until it got to the part where with the Indian music, yeah. traditionally, what I would like to hear at that point was the tradition, traditional, um, drums of the Indian music beaten in that instead of um, what they did there that would have been more um, hot more diverse I mean throw everybody off and and be like whoa oh my gosh what look what they did there you know what I'm saying like and don't get me wrong you know the song was was really good everything it sounded uh, with the trumpets it sounded like like Star Trek or something like that it, it was amazing just that part threw me off <laughs> because I wanted I really wanted that um, the traditional Indian style um, type once you hear that that, that um, sitar the sitar doing that um, ding 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 you know what I'm saying you, you want to hear the the um, the, uh, the the other drums the uh, Indian drums come in and, and yo oh my goodness <laughs> but then that, that threw me off but with um Mission Impossible. <laughs> this guy is a genius. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I mean, he took Mission Impossible's song, 
And um, obviously it was a Mission Impossible <laughs> because that's what he was talking about. Right. His uh, everything went with with what he was talking about. The music was beautifully uh, matched with what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, when he went into that jazz, it was authentic yeah. jazz, yeah. authentic jazz. If you listen, it was like everything just died out and boom, right into the jazz. And 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 then to come out of the jazz was it was it felt like it was seamless. Yes. Like everything just came in like it was meant to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like wow, he. People don't understand that Carmen was a musical genius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to do that right there, mm-hmm. he was a musical genius. And and um, the hits uh, on the, uh, with the uh, um, the Mission Impossible hits. Yes. I mean everything. Listen, hands down for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Carmen took the cake. Yeah, <laughs> it's <yeah>. done. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. That was it. <laughs> I gotta say, um, it's the only track in gospel music, and to the listening audience, correct me if I'm wrong, or even Darren, you could correct me on this. Um, it's the only track in Christian music that if you removed all the vocals and put it as the theme music for Mission Impossible or James Bond, no one would tell. Um, and then also, what you were talking about, seamless transitions, like like I kind of discussed in the last round too. Um, you notice... The Catch a Fire track almost attempted the same thing to throw you off with a wild transition in the bridge. However, it wasn't as seamless as Carmen's track. And on top of that, like like you said, um, letting the for, for having you rocking up to that point, the beat was almost building even when you got that little rock guitar on Papa San's part. It's almost like they just shot down the adrenaline up to that point and then left you beatless with just the Bollywood harmony. I kind of I kind of find it interesting that you made that point because it's not something I would have discredited for had I not heard your perspective on it, that it kind of killed the adrenaline that was building up to that point. Um, so that that's very interesting. It had a lot of potential to be an even greater track um, so maybe a lot of similar points to like I had on the DJ Madge track. Whew, this is tough for me, but if we're if we're taking the whole track into perspective, it's hands down Carmen because he didn't misstep one thing throughout the entire four minutes, and he made right. use of every transition perfectly, and again was unashamedly willing to go like you said authentic jazz on the bridge part. I think even the horns were a little underwhelming for me on the Catch a Fire track. It was kind of one note horns. The horns did a lot more variants uh, in the Carmen track too. So all things considered, it's it's Carmen. So that means Darian's prediction was right. I've got to humble myself on this one. Uh, Carmen has taken the cake 3-0. Oh man, listen, I, I knew, I, I had a feeling Carmen was going to win this one, you know, it, 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 he's, like I said, beginning from the beginning, he is the GOAT, <laughs> the yeah. GOAT. Really appreciate your insight on the show. All right, take care, peace out you guys, God bless. Got the recording there. Man, he told me he was Italian. Yeah, I saw him at pizza yeah, night last night. I saw him at, I saw him at Tico yeah, Taco. He's not bad. Pizza, 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 pizza. Yo, what up, fellas? Yo, yo, what up, fellas?